interested. Who was it? Was it by a boyfriend or a girlfriend or both to a stranger by a friend? Someone younger, someone older? Were there multiple people involved? Were you ghosted by family or a boss? Maybe whoever ghosted you probably sucks. No one does it right. Let's talk about it with Katia Saad, Ghost Detective, and my friend James Hilmer. Hello, and welcome back to Katia Saad, Ghost Detective. It's me, your host, Katia Saad, and my good friend, James Hilmer. Hello. Hi, we're here. We're back. And we're very excited for today's guest. She's a fantastic comedian and my other roommate at Limestone. Give it up for Anna Valenzuela. Yay! Hola! Hola! <laughs> That's where I stop. That's um, where I stop. Hello. Same. <laughs> How are you? It's so nice to see your it's face. It's good to see you. Yeah. Uh, we tried to schedule this a couple of times and we were like yes. we need to make it happen we have to make it happen i i am so sorry i felt like capitalism just kept trying to call it me did. back it every was... time it was like girl you gotta make money yeah and i'm like gross <laughs> i should have i have never i had to i'm dealing with buying a car right now and i have had to like refile my taxes like everything's all screwed up and what's so funny about this because you know comedians we'd be hiding our money yeah terrible. don't audit me please don't um, <laughs> but like I uh I've never felt like oh my god my brain is like shutting down hold on what was I gonna say um money capitalism it's gone the, the car riff is gone finding the, riff the is gone. the it riff robbed is... you of also your riff and your thoughts yeah <laughs> my thoughts are just gone capitalism um, takes your thoughts that's it does true take your thoughts it takes it your does. thoughts oh I it not... programs you I wish I had started an OnlyFans. Like, I was like, oh. I don't need to show my butthole on the internet or my feet or whatever. And I should have shown my butthole feet on the internet. That's what, <laughs> that's what it is. I'm just like, I should have done because I could have be making more money. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Do you think you, uh, never mind. I was going to be like, do you think you'd hide it though? Or would you tell? Ooh, yeah. I would have to hide it. I'm yeah. not one of those like unhinged people that's just like, you know, that's like recording proud, everything ready out there doing it. You know, it's like, oh, I've, oh I've I meant enough, the money. Oh, the money. Yeah. Had that money. Yeah. No, you put that on paper because someday here's what I'm discovering is someday you're going to want to buy things. OK. And you have to show. Wait till you bought the things. Right. You got a house and a car. Yeah. And stuff like they run that credit and they're like, oh, look at that. Right. She has a history of money. Yeah. She has a history. <laughs> So they're they're gonna want to see that there's a historical record of making medium dollars. Yeah, yeah. get them hot tens in there. Oh yes, give me a five. Give, give me, me a, a ten, five. Give me, me a ten. Give me a twenty on, the, on a good who's on day. Who's on the ten? Jefferson? Oh, don't do that. That's like one of those like you'll forget everything as soon as someone asks something like that. And nobody. Well, I know. Wait, Jackson's. It's got to be Jackson and the. All I think about a, is Brandy's dog. I am a history teacher who sometimes teaches U.S. history, so this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy is like, okay, are you guys familiar with the musical Hamilton? I think it yes. might be Hamilton on the ten and Jackson on the twenty. Well, I just gotta say, because in the musical, that- Lin Manuel is like Hamilton's so hot, and it's like Lin Manuel, He's- we can see you. You know, like we know what Lin Manuel. You're fine, like. dude. You're fine. You look like I, everybody got a cousin that looked like Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and he always shows up late. Yes. <laughs> But I will say, I saw Hamilton on the money, and I was like, oh, damn, he yeah, is chiseled. He's on the 10. He's chiseled. He's, he's on the a 20. 10. 
but his fa- he's chiseled like Lin Manuel was telling We're the fine. truth, not about himself, but about bro. There is a uh, soul left my body. There, <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny. Uh, my, uh, I don't. Do you listen to the dollop at all? Yeah, it yeah. yes. Dave and it got th- kind of. It's always it's always gone back and forth. I'm being very bummery, but like I'm like I was I'm a historian, so I, yeah. I yeah. Like the dollop. Did you listen to the Hamilton Nothing episode? Recent, no. Okay, uh, if you would like the musical Hamilton to be utterly ruined for you. Oh, yeah. That's uh, what they do. There's they just ruin no way, things. yeah. <laughs> it's the most ruiny. I was just like, well, I feel solid in my decision not to see this. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like music and dancing. I don't, I'm, I wouldn't, if someone was like, he was actually bad. I'm like, I mean, he's not great in the play either. Like, uh-huh. he's just, oh, he's fine enough. He's fine. <laughs> like, like all of our like all the other men figures. yeah like <laughs> he definitely makes a big rut row and like, and you know you're and really yeah the play has it's fine i like musicals i like dancing and i like i liked it don't but listen to it don't listen don't to listen it to the, the dollop was oh like, the podcast oh i yeah. think if they i'm not one who's like this wasn't historically accurate i hate this play i'm like probably not if uh-huh. you were gonna make any money from it I'm usually pretty relaxed with stuff like that, but uh, as a aging otaku, if something is not the way, if something is translated from an anime or a manga, and I'm like, oh, that's radically different, I will flip a table oh. silently in my heart. I'm flipping a table. Uh-huh. Okay, oh. you're like, this is incorrect, and I oh, hate that. It is incorrect, <laughs> and, I, and I don't know why I do that. I, I keep it off the internet because the last thing we need is like more yelling about nerd things. Oh my but god! That, yeah. So I'm glad you mentioned it because that's how I came to know about you. Anna was through. I listened to This Is Rad yes. and Goods from the Woods, and to Anna is on face. those podcasts often talking about nerd things on This Is Rad. Other oh just god. wildness <laughs> on uh, Goods from the Woods. Goods from the Woods. I, I love. Uh, shout out Rivers Langley mm-hmm. and Kyle Clark. Homies just saw my goofy little aging self starting comedy and have always given me uh, time on their podcast. They're fantastic. So yeah, listen to those podcasts. We did one on um, manga, horror manga. Mm. So if you want me to yell about Junji Ito and Chainsaw Man, um, it's a, uh, she just her soul left. No, Kadi's like afraid of even talking about like horror movies. I or... can't handle. Well, he described a plot to. I don't even know which one. I was like, no more. Of that. <laughs> I'll get say, upset watch, talking about plots of well, movies. You should watch Barbarian though. No. It's not really a horror Cody movie. Can't. It's, it's I, like it's I, like Get yeah. Out kind of. It's okay. I watched Get Out. Yeah, it's like yeah. I out. did watch Barbarian Get Out. So much more intense than Get Out. Okay, though. then. Well, if, well, what's great about it is in that first act, the ominous. The, the the real the boogeyman is the character not understanding his impact. Yep. On the main on the protagonist, mm. and it's such a I've recommended so many men to watch that because uh-huh. it's the nice guy oh. who's like I was just being nice. I was just being nice. I don't understand. I'm being nice. And mm. it's your boy it's Justin menacing. Long, right? Justin Long's in it. Justin Long is in the. He second would act. be in it. <laughs> it is. It is so tightly written. It's like it's it's like beautifully written. And even the I believe they probably changed the camera lenses per act. Like, yeah, wow. it's beautiful. It's stunning. It's like it's a stunning film. What if we watch it and we fast forward through the parts? You're like, this will be scary. I can just describe it because that the will have the same effect without ruining your psyche. I just will stay up she all night the first two talking acts. about things that scare me. Yeah. 
like I my brain just like it ruins things. There is a um my roommate does this thing where she um she will read the plot of the film first. That I knew helps her quite. A I bit. knew everything yeah. that happened in Get Out before I went to go see yeah. it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't I don't think it's a terribly scary movie, and I I get jumpy real quick. I don't I don't like movies about possession. One time I saw mm. the trailer for The Ring too and couldn't sleep for three months. Oh my god! <laughs> did you did you grow up Catholic? No, but Catholic I adjacent. I, yeah, Catholic adjacent. Like my dad was a recovering Catholic, and we like he was really into like Joseph Campbell. He was like a mm. like a di- like really recovering Catholic kind of a guy. <laughs> um, and I grew up. We were sort of like as a family attending twelve step programs. That's sort of that's our family mm. crest is just a, a person checking into rehab. And um, <laughs> so there's been a lot of like uh, some like kind of religious-y stuff. But for some reason, and this is why it's like leaning into the Latino-ness has been important mm. because I am terrified of possession. The yes. exorcist oh, yeah. screws me up to my, this day. My sort grandma asked, made yeah. as a punishment, my mom was like out partying or something. And as a punishment, my grandma made her go see the exorcist. That was like her punishment. Uh huh. Isn't that insane? That, no wonder. Okay. No wonder you're like, I'm afraid of her. I was. Were you in the womb at the time, or yeah. did that just like stay? Not there? to my knowledge, but wow. uh, no. If I like, if I'm in a short, if I'm watching like someone's short film at like a festival, there's yeah. always one Exorcist film. Someone has always made an Exorcist short. I just leave. And I come back in 15 minutes when it's probably over. Uh-huh. I'm just like, I can't do this to myself anymore. Yeah, people love the concept of possession. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. I just date a guy. I don't know. <laughs> I just asked. Sleep paralysis. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I, was, I grew up nowhere near Catholicism. Nothing about it. So that's like my least favorite horror subgenre is exorcism really? stuff. Oh. I'm like, not scary. I'm like, weirdly, I'm like, that's not real. So who cares? But like other things, I'm like, maybe it's real. I don't know. Interesting. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm. Um, but that's a good segue into Spirited Connections. Connection. Spirited. Um, yeah, we don't have how, was that, how was that a good segue? Spirited <laughs> Talking about horror? I don't know. Spirits. <laughs> Spirits entering Spirits, your body. Yeah. Spirited, Spirited but not possession. Um, I just like that you were like, eh. <laughs> Um, Anna Valenzuela, will you tell us about a a spiritual connection that you have in your life before we get into this nasty ghost story? Oh my God. Oh my gosh. I have, oh man, I have so many great friends. I, Ooh, I want to, I'm, I want to tell you, okay. So I have this friend and we both lived in LA like in, okay, I'm aging myself in 05. And we were kind of like friend adjacent. We always really liked each other, but never really hung out. Yeah. And she, I moved back to LA. She moved back to LA and um, from New York. And we saw each other and it was just like no time had <gasps> passed. We were still 25, Aww. just cutting it up, talking. Um, she's a super talented actress, Devin Fleury. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to name drop her fully because she's a delight. And you guys should all check her out and you should book her on all the things. She's also naturally very funny. Yeah. She tried stand up for a second, was like good at it right away. And I was like. Like, ma'am. A little bit. I was so bad. I was like, mm. my friend Tessa did stand up like so five hard. times. People still ask about her. I'm like, she did it five times. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then another one, I had a really recent one. My ex introduced me to a friend of his from Portland. Ooh. And when I was going through my break, it was so funny because she is like, 
I'm a firm believer of like be friends afterwards. Just yeah, I'm 40. Mama ain't got the time. Mama ain't got the time. I got menopause. You know what I mean? You think I can hold grudges? I have hot flashes. Stop. So like that is uh and and her name, she's a very talented writer and comedian, Elizabeth Teets. And um we've just great last name. Yes, absolutely yeah. great. Because nobody calls her by her first name, everyone calls yeah. her Teets. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. But um she's fantastic and we always have these great connections. And um I have a friend that I grew up with that we're still we're still friends. It's interesting in that like when we see each other. We are still friends. A lot has happened for both of us, but yeah. there's still that connection of like we grew up in the same like insanely small town, and you yeah. know, and it's it's so nice, and um, just love her so much, and uh, so I'm I'm very lucky. I have like I realized this the other day. I have like I don't I didn't I went to like four different high schools, so I don't have that like thing where people are like I've known this person since like right. You know, I don't have a lot of those people in my yeah. life. Yeah, but I do have these really rich like long time friendships. Like yeah, I have, there's this gaggle of women I got clean with up in San Luis Obispo, and when the pandemic started, we started hanging out online. Nice and um. It was again, it was just like, you know, like I was 20 years old again. Yeah. And just, you know, cutting it up, having a good time. And um, and and just I know I can call them at any time. And that was actually a big gift of the pandemic is because it was just we got busy, you know. Yeah. Kids and stuff and you know, yeah. Uh, stand up. I guess that's my kid, my my, yeah, my, it's like, a child, three-headed. Like it's a, it's takes a very, all my money. <laughs> it takes all my money. Um, That's like yeah, the you said the gift of the pandemic for sure. Like I reconnected with my hometown friends pretty strongly yeah. during the pandemic. We just got on Zoom, or we like were on voice chat playing video games and nice. Yeah, so and then we kind of kept that through even as the world opened up. We're like, you guys gonna play video games later? Or, yeah, I guess. So as and then it kind of timed out too as we got older too that we're like less going out. So like yeah. getting on the phone with them or whatever. Naturally. Less going out people is the best. Like that phrase. Like <laughs> I, I, when I first started stand up, I was like, I just want to be out all the time. And now I'm like, I got to go to a mic. Uh-huh. Well, I feel like I don't like going. Cause I'm like, I'm always out. Like what's special is going in now. Yeah, going in. Like so come special. In. Yeah, come so in. special. Come in and be quiet with me. Isn't that nice and different than That's everything what, else? I like recently that like the when you upload photos, you're in your coat because I can always just see you're just doing sets all over the place. It's the time of year where Cotty's just like cold around the city. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're a person who is cold all the time. I am cold a lot. Yeah. You're drinking a cold beverage. I'm drinking a cold beverage because I also burn easy. You are so sensitive. I know. She's a sensitive flower. Even like when I lived in Boston with the cold weather, I would order ice things even though I was miserably cold because I'm afraid of burning my tongue. Okay. Yeah. Anna's well, stunned. If you're not on the, if you're not behind the paywall and see yeah. the video, Anna's stunned. Yeah. Well, the reason I think the reason is we are both Latino. Yeah. And I remember eating like things directly from the pan off the stove like mm. it had come from flames yeah and then into my face but my parents were like my dad was always challenging like he would be like me i eat that pepper from the garden i'd be like i don't want to eat that that's hot and he'd be like you're a chicken and i'd be like don't call me a chicken i'd eat it uh-huh. yeah uh this is very much gonna translate into the dating there's stories. like a, oh, yeah. there's like a nagging thing 
Oh yeah, nagging and, and like talking, like yeah, like just li- like making sure you're not gullible by lying to you all the time. My mom wasn't <laughs> like that, and then we would have like. Like she, she just took you to the exorcist or no, she, oh, her mom took her one to the time, exorcist. I swear to God, we went to a Bible study and my brother swears at that Bible study. There was an exorcist. <laughs> no. And I was like, I just remember there was a lab. He was like, well, yeah, you remember the dog. I remember the exorcist. <laughs> one of the dog was a ghost sniffing dog. Oh my God. Amazing. You guys oh my God. I want that dog right now. A ghost sniffing dog. Like how cute would that be? I love him. Oh my God. Yes. I'm certain we can find that in LA. Yes. Yeah. But, but, but like, we did have like, there was like a guy named Uncle Jesse who wasn't related to me, and he would always do stuff like that. Part of the full house crew. Yeah, I was like, whoa. No, he was uh, Mexican, but he would always be like, just like negging. And so until, but I wasn't, I would just be like, what is he mean to me? Yeah. And it's, it's, I, I, it took me until I was an adult to figure it out. Like, we've been having all this, like, there's construction at my house that no one asked for. Yeah. No uh-huh. one asked for it's deeply inconvenient and it's ruining everything. Uh-huh. And at one point they woke us up at like seven in the morning so we can move our cars. And I walked out to all Latino crew Yeah, and I walked out and I was like, what are you doing to me? What it is seven in the me? morning? It's like, bro, what is this? That car doesn't move. Look at it; it doesn't move. I'm, I'm trying to get it for government program. He was like, "Can I have the rims?" I was like, "You can have the rims." He goes, you can have- He was like, "Can I have the stereo?" And I was like, "No, you can't have the stereo. That's new." <laughs> <laughs> and so seven in the morning, we're just like, and, and he's uh, his his foreman is like, "Quit asking her. She's not going to know if you're kidding or not." And That's I was so like, funny. We're all Mexican here, dude. Like, <laughs> it was so funny because I saw the guy they called him in yesterday to check on something and he comes up in the parking lot while I was leaving for work and he was like man they called me because the gate was open and it's closed now and I was like I wasn't me I don't mm -mm, I don't narc I would have just closed the gate and he goes and I said but hey there's a Tommy Burger around the corner if you and your kid want to get some and then he lifts a box of Tommy's it is 8 in the morning he lifts a box of chili burgers and fries from a seat he was like we already went (laughs) so funny and I was like this is again like much like uh, Catholicism and, and fear of Los Espookies. Yes. <laughs> my my real uncle, Uncle Tooney, shout out. That is where we we always go with him is Tommy's. Wow. Yeah. It's 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 a th- the, it, Tommy's and in and out are they have a hold on over, people over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over the community. Yeah. Will, it's the one thing I will really fight somebody over if they're like. There's no good burgers in LA. I've never had a good in and outs overrated. I was just like, no, you just don't have friends who told you how to order. It's yeah. not my fault. You're deeply unsociable. Yeah. There's so many good burgers in LA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I will <laughs> fight, I will that. fight a whole bear. I will fight a whole bear. It's because they're like, like five guy fans or which you can now find five guys or oh, Burger King. Oh, well, okay. Uh, if they're saying if they're citing Burger King as their burger, then you can't that argue is with they're that. a broken person. I yeah. can't help that. Yeah. <laughs> You can also get that anywhere. That's it's, not a California problem. <laughs> I know. I don't know why. I don't know why people. Yeah. Are, people are weird. My, but my last segue was bad. So this one's just. We should ask Anna about her. I know. <laughs> so I have a very. I'm very excited to do this podcast. This took, and I just have to say to the listener, these two humans, these two podcasts, they're the kindest, these two humans. <laughs> amazing. They're not ghosts. They're real humans. Real humans. Uh, just the kind of, do you have no idea what it's like to be in comedy or comedy adjacent and still be a human? 
Oh, yeah. Mm. There are people I refer to as comedians. I don't pref- refer to them as human beings. Ooh, I want to uh, get these names later. You know I mean, what I mean? There's too many of there's, them. They're yeah. all so feral. Yeah. You know what I people mean? People are it's really like, feral. It's sort yeah. of a species between a human being and a raccoon is kind yeah. of a, like, or a possum. You know? There's also like, people are just so, I don't know. Sometimes I'll just be around people and just like them talking. I'm like, this is exhausting. I I was literally just thinking, I was like, there has to be a way for me to, I've been listening to all these books about boundaries. And I was like, there has to be a way where I could just look at people and be like, this is a really exhausting conversation. Mm. I think I'm just going to, I, I hope you start feeling better. And then just like back away. This from the woman who came in, I was like, I have so much going on. Uh, <laughs> this December has been relentless. That's what I must say. It's been a s- December to relent. remember. <laughs> a December to remember. Um, but well, thank you for uh, calling us humans in, in the in the face of comedy. Thank you because because they were so kind to reschedule. Because Kari told me in Limestone about this podcast, and I said, "Have you heard my jokes about ghosting?" Oh. And uh, and they're older jokes. I don't do them. I will be recording an album soon, and yeah. those will be mm. on there because I they're the oldest of jokes for me. <laughs> but the long and the short, the truth behind the jokes is that I dated two gentlemen that shortly after one was like a blind date. Shortly after they actually died. So what I do now is I when I go on dates, I'm like, hey, just do me a favor. Don't like ghost, and here's why. Uh-huh. Because I'll be haunted. <laughs> I need you to like just let me know. I don't care if you found the love of your life. Yeah. Just let me know you're not dead. Yeah. Because I'll always <laughs> think dead. that you might be dead. Be- from oh. real data. From real data. That yeah. has happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. I see, and it's so so like, okay. So what what was yours? Oh, oh, no one. No, no, that hasn't happened to me. But like, from you're, your, you're from like, this has happened to me. Here's so the, I'm not being like, e. I'm like, here's the first, me. the first yeah. one. Well, I, I, I tell it differently on stage because stage logic versus like, so I was, this is before I started doing standup. And this is actually one of the events that like got me into doing standup because yeah. it was like life was so like surreal that like my therapist would be laughing and we would leave the office. And this one guy one time stopped us in the hall and he said, I don't know what you two are doing in there, but you are laughing too much to call that therapy. Oh, wow. Cause that's how I, that's how I process yeah. information is by telling jokes. My dad died when I was really young and yeah. probably the hardest we ever laughed was when my dad was sick because right. it was just like, here's this man melting in front of us. Yeah. And like, we made jokes the whole time. Because right. How, how else are you going to, it's that same thing of like the, along with the nagging, it's like, yeah, we're going to just be inappropriately loud and funny about some stuff. That's like, probably not that funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so we, uh, okay. So first guy was, it was a blind date. My friend sent me on a uh, karate friend sent me on. And um, it was great. It was actually we went and saw uh, the uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds at the Ace Theater because my friend backed Mm. out of his ticket. Wow. I know. And uh, I've seen Nick Cave a bunch on dates, which is probably the spookiest 
that's that's artist a, to see a weird move yeah it's a weird move <laughs> right and our resident punk historian well, yeah, yeah. He's, a creepy dude. he's a creepy dude in fact i, I in like a fun way not, i'm known yeah. for kind of like crouching in on stage and like i'll kind of like crawl in the audience sometimes and that's very much like my love of nick cave coming out because i just want to mm-hmm. be able to just like start a tiny cult for eight minutes and yeah. then sit down and um so uh, we go on this date and he's a perfectly nice guy. And he also like lives in Santa Monica. I remember like picking, like meeting him and being like, this is so much nicer than like, you know, I'm, this is like a person again. Yeah. This is like, it's like a person with a job. This is a person uh-huh. with a job. This is, this is crazy. <laughs> and, um, and we went to the, we went to the show and we had a really nice time and we hugged and he was like, I'd like to do this again. I was like, okay, cool. We didn't really know it was like a blind date. It yeah. was sort of like, yeah, go do this. I was, I was so nice. I'm, I'm, I'm dumb when it comes to dating. Cause it's like, I got sober before I, had, I got a tattoo before I ever had sex and I got sober before, <laughs> before uh-huh. I was ever in like a real relationship. Yeah. And so, um, so like. Uh, my friend was like, did you like him? I was like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. And he and I texted back and forth. Yeah. And he was a sound engineer, um, on the TV show cops. Oh, wow. And he, uh, was he like, it, like on like set or boom, like had later run past like with them or is this like post-production? He had to run with them. <gasps> so I know the suspense is building. <laughs> we spent the whole day talking about, cause I was working in drug and alcohol treatment at the time. We were talking mm. about like how dangerous our jobs could be. Yeah. You know, cause I've like been swung out and bitten and all kinds of weird stuff. Yeah. And, um, and he was like, uh, telling me about his job and he's like, well, in a couple of days I'm going away for work. And when I get back, like, let's hang. I was like, cool. And then I didn't hear from him from like a month. And I thought, oh, I guess he just like lost interest or whatever. And then I get a text from a friend, the friend that set us up. And he was like, Hey, so, um, dude died, (gasps) uh, two days after your date. Oh my God. At work. He was <gasps> shot on location. Oh Whoa. my god! They were in pursuit, and uh, was he shot by a cop? No, he was. I, I don't know. Okay. It was. But he was wearing Kevlar. They got him right in the, right in the, oh my god. right in the melon. Wow! Um, <laughs> and I was. He informed me that I was the last person to see him from L.A. to see him alive. Oh wow! wow. And invited me to his funeral. So our second date was his funeral. Oh, my God. Yeah. And the joke I do on stage does not give the full story justice because it's so much. It is a lot. It's a lot. And like, so he uh, and like at one point, like luckily we weren't inappropriate via, via text. Like at one point, my friend was like reading his text messages from me it was just really weird like people were walking up to me and being like yeah i was really jealous you got to go to that concert and i was like, <laughs> I didn't know. it was like it's very intense to go like to the funeral of the person who died and that i only the, knew for five hours and you got the ticket because the other person backed out yeah but wow. all his friends had heard about him going and were like they super wanted to go and wow remind me again if you wanted <laughs> when what year was it uh, like 
I said, God, I started comedy in 2014, so it had to have been like 2012 or 2013, okay, okay. somewhere in there. I, I always ask that because I'm always like putting, there's a lot of discussion on the show about like the culture of texting and stuff. So I'm just, yeah. 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 I mean, I we were both, I, I think he was a Gen X and I'm an elder millennial. Mm. So, or Gen X, depending on what you, how you categorize it. But um, uh, so it was probably very formal. It probably didn't start. It didn't. There was no wieners. Um, there were yeah. no ghost wieners. <laughs> there were no. Ghost it would be wieners. wild if I had a phone full of ghost wieners. Yeah. That would be. <laughs> we would have to start a side podcast called Ghost Wiener, and it would yeah. just be discussing wieners. I, I derailed you. You were as you were saying that the the person who died, their friend, looked through what looked you through the text, text messages, yeah, yeah. and it was just talking about music and hanging and. Yeah. That was it. It was wow. like very, yeah. So it was a very intense. I mean, I felt like if you're going to ask anybody to do something that weirdly intimate. Um, Which I, is like go to this weird concert or. Well, no, go, go to go to the funeral. I'll go oh, to the yeah. funeral. <laughs> if you're going to ask somebody to like do that, I'm very comfortable with death. So mm-hmm. I I'm the person to ask. Um, yeah, but uh, it was a very uh, it was very intense. And then shortly after that, oh, it gets better. A friend of mine from the program I had known for years, we went on a couple of dates. And then a month after that, he died. <gasps> Wait, hang on. Put a pin in that. I have a question. So okay. They your friends <laughs> invited you. His friends invited yes. you to to the funeral, the funeral, because I was the last, the person, last to... person. So they were. Yeah. Did they ask you questions about people asked me about the date, how he was doing the whole thing? Wow. Like we were doing a podcast, but, basically. But that's so mm. interesting because he didn't die from like a health issue. He no, died from no, he died a, from a work a related injury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a rut so, row. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Alec Baldwin was nowhere to be found. <laughs> It's weird that it, where we don't know where he was that day. We there is no account of there where Alex is Baldwin no was. account. <laughs> there is no account. You're just on the phone yelling at his children. Why yeah. are you yelling at? Wow, please give me a job. Anyway, please, um, give, me please job. give me a job. Uh, but actually, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and just allegedly, 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 all uh, the allegedly. But, but his friend, that's interesting because his friends were, you are sort of a living document yeah. of his last days. Mm-hmm. Wow. And yeah. But that's like nice that you could like talk with them about. Yeah. That. yeah. You were, you were kind of there as like um, a service really, because yeah. mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I guess for, you're making me sound so much more saintly than I am. No, there was but, pizza. But that's, <laughs> but that's like you Wait, at the funeral. Or? Yeah, because oh, yeah, like, you're, you're kind of a source of information and like mm. you only knew him for five hours. So yeah, like, but also did you, I'm just curious. Were Question. you like, okay, so I went on a It was a at date. the Ace Theater. It was, it was really beautiful. It was really nice. Yeah. It was wonderful. We connected. Mm-hmm. It was great. He's a nice guy. We, we did have, not bone. We didn't bone, but did, you, joke we did, you feel, oh. did you feel connected to him like you would have wanted to keep dating him? Oh, absolutely. So then he gets shot in the head. Uh-huh. And were you like, what? Yeah. Which what is, is my life? Which, which is the exact question I was yelling in therapy when the therapist was like, yeah, you guys are laughing too much because I just got to a point where I was like, <laughs> God's because, just taking men by the head out well, of here. <laughs> because previous to that, yeah, I was in a relationship with a fellow. Yeah. <laughs> and he had a job interview that day. He was very nervous. And I'm a really good girlfriend. So I was like, 
you want a bone in the shower? And he was like, hell yeah, I do. And we were bone in the shower. And then when he came, he went blind. No! And then he <laughs> his vision returned uh, only in one eye. And then he refused to go to the hospital for like 30 days. He was driving me crazy. And I finally said, I will leave you if you do not go to the hospital. Yeah. He goes to the hospital and it turns out he had what's called an arterial vascular malformation, which is basically when your arteries and veins are lumped together in your brain and it eventually ruptures. So he basically oh. had a stroke. I almost fucked him to death. <laughs> and it's like. It can be cited okay that now. the finishing and Sweden. the he has blonde hair, blue eyed children like he always wanted. Okay. It's it's everything. Oh so God. he's living his best socialized medicine life. I'm sure he clearly I mean, probably has brain damage. Um, <laughs> I I was with him for another year and like really tried to be like a part of that experience for him. But yeah. uh, ultimately, the show kept us together, I think, longer than we should have been. But um, yeah, so I had already almost been through a near death experience with a person which is again that's another like you want to talk about like people throw around the word trauma sometimes i have to remind myself like oh yeah a man almost died inside me that's yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's like oh okay i would say i don't know the percentage let's say 50 percent of the people using the word trauma right now are talking about like their parents kind of sucked or were mean to them or whatever. That's like, you've yeah. had a lot the word of traumas become a little slip and brushes with death, actual brushes yeah. with death. And also my parents both died before I was 30. Right. And, um, yeah. So I've had like real, again, I'm comfortable with it because, uh-huh. and comfortable with like, if any of you ever go to the hospital and need somebody to take notes and talk to doctors, I'm great. Yeah. This is like what I've been doing my whole career. Mm. Variety. Yeah stand-up is like taking doctor's notes and um uh in fact the last time i saw my gyno it was so funny i, I presented to her my notes and she said this is better than my med student <gasps> wow <laughs> i was like yeah so this is like this is like my weird thing that i do but um so it was him okay so a stroke guy then two days guy and then the guy that died a month after we went on a date. Okay, I guess tell us about him because he was in really bad shape. Okay, honestly, you're like, that he one was, was not my fault. We were. <laughs> I really liked him. I have some real attachment problems that we're still working through. Uh, but he was a nice guy. We knew each other in the program, and nothing really happened. I think we like kissed or whatever. But he was. He had diabetes. Yeah, uh, and he died of complications from that. We think okay. we're not a hundred percent sure on that was your communication with him kind of fading right when he died yeah yeah Yeah. he was like living with his ex on her couch oh that was the date that like my friend was like we have to make some rules for you (laughs) my friend's husband was like we have to make some rules for you number one the person you date needs to have uh, an apartment of their own. I said, I, I'm going to let you know in this economy, that's very difficult. They said, <laughs> however, okay, they have to be able to close the door. They have to be able to close the door. Wow. There's no curtains. Yeah. No, uh, no sleeping on a couch. Okay. No in a car. Yeah. It's got to have that. Number two, he's got to have a, an education. I said, I don't have an education. They said, but you're very smart and you've always did very educated men and you deserve somebody with an education because you okay. will get bored. Yeah. And I was uh-huh. like, okay, fair. Okay. Uh, <laughs> cool. And then it was like has to have a job, you know, and like a like a job, like a careerish job, like yeah. have their business together, which 
brings me to why do I keep fucking comedians sometimes? Um, not all the time. It's because they're around. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we all listen. I know that if I eat a bag of Takis, it's going to hurt. Yeah. I know. We know. That is the most red dye number 40 you can ever put in your body at once. But God damn it, is it at every gas station? And occasionally yeah. you're hungry mm-hmm. and it's around. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to have diarrhea tomorrow. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's fine. Um, and I'm going to feel real weird for the rest of the night because I don't know what they put in Takis. I'm like, is there crack in this? Is there <laughs> crack in this? I don't know if this is good There or is crack bad. in a lot of comedians. Uh, yeah. yeah, a lot of comedians um uh what was the other thing like and then to kind of take like the ratio so like certain things there were like a few traits right so like certain things like if they have less of a percentage of one thing to they have to have more of a percentage of another thing you know what i mean so like i'm not saying you have to have all of these like it would be funny if I unpeeled and just started to do that like right wing thing yeah. where it's like, I only date quality men oh. and I am a quality woman. <laughs> um, if you hear that, uh, immediately scroll past that, that it's just low key, weird misogyny stuff and will eventually end in like QAnon and like yeah. the world is uh-huh. flat. So just get away from those influencers. Yeah. The trad wife thing is that? Trad wife. Yeah. yeah. That? Tra- they're into like traditional values. Madison Shepard, go back to season one talked season about one. it a little bit of how like rockabilly you would find people living a very trad uh, life yeah. trad life but mm-hmm. it would sometimes slip into weird right wing or like we actually want to live in the 50s mindset everything disgusting wow yeah, yeah that's just not where we're at no. they ate so much canned food in the 50s they probably smelled weird yeah, <laughs> yeah they did preservatives were new yeah wasn't there still yeah. co- like cocaine and coke mm-hmm. or is that mm-hmm. I, maybe before that but Food was different. Food was different. <laughs> yeah, it was, they were just off the Depression era. They yeah, were still yeah. eating bones. You know what I mean? You want some bone soup? Like, yeah. it was just, you no, know, it's not good. Gas um, had all the lead in it, so it, like fucked people up. So gave, definitely gave people like so there was a drastic rise in serial killers because there was so much lead in the water and air. Yeah. yeah. Do you? I had a okay. I sure. have a question to maybe get us back sort of to the story of do you have like a live ghosting story like a person who survived well i don't i feel like (laughs) do you have more questions on about the even the bad seeds guy yeah um the concert guy so you go to the funeral go to the funeral you saintly provide the service of you're like helping the friends like you're just recanting i'm eating pizza and passing my phone around but Sometimes that's what we But need. also, yeah. yeah, and also talking, like, holding space. Holding, yeah. You're right. I'm yeah. gonna, you know what? I'm going to take it. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to deflect your compliment, and I'm going to take it because I've that listened nice to two to yes. self-help books this week. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I have to. Um, thank you. Yeah, no, I, I was talking to him about it and just kind of being pre- – it's mostly just being present. Yeah. Right? Just being present to people processing – the loss of a, the sudden loss of a friend. And horrifically. Horrifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I don't know if that shows union. <laughs> <laughs> but I honestly did have some questions of like, did his family, like, were they, they were not there? This was like a way? friend. Oh, this was kind of more of like maybe like, like a, another service a fr- a for them. Friend, a friend memorial. How do we train? How do we change like friends giving to friends memorial? Friends <laughs> rule. Friends, friends funeral. A friend rule. So yeah. like his like 
casket wasn't there no. or anything. This, this was, was a like a gathering. Yeah, no, okay. wouldn't it be amazing if I showed up and I was like, that's not him. What happened? What <laughs> yeah. are we doing? You're like, he looks different. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Those- I'm just grateful I got to know that person for like five hours. It's still one of the best relationships I've ever had. That's, that to me is is kind of the most like uh, part about it is that if he hadn't been wildly shot in the head while holding a boom mic. <laughs> while holding a boom mic is the other. It's like I, I always imagined the Zoom recorder in his pocket. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Just, oh, like, like his last words were speeding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it makes me um, hate cops more. Yeah. Um, but and yeah, all to film propaganda. All to yeah. film. Yeah, and on a. Oh, it's that show rough, was man. so. I remember as a kid, I would come across it, and I would just feel sick to my stomach, like watching them. Like they were just, they yeah. didn't even really film them in good light either. Like, and not yeah. just like natural bad <laughs> light, but like I think I could have sworn I saw them like really harass this young woman on TV, yeah. and it just made me so upset. And I like turned it off, and like, but you're too sweet for that era of television that oh, 90s yeah. era of television no, it was like, the most rapeable time to be a woman yeah. yeah it was too you're too sweet for that yeah. I just imagine you were just like I'm gonna read a Judy Bloom book and I'm gonna to read be a over. Judy Bloom that's book. like all when Fox was new that's all it was was like when animals attack yeah, cops yeah. Just, when cops and or animals attack yeah and then it'd be like uh, The Simpsons which I wasn't allowed to watch but Mad TV which I was allowed to watch oh interesting, interesting. we yeah. were yeah. the <laughs> the only TV they were strong against us watching was Roseanne. Whoa, that was a family favorite of mine because we were kind of living that dream. Yeah. Well, I think my mom lived in North Carolina. Oh, she and didn't like a she working was, class hero. She didn't like white Southern people. <laughs> <laughs> They lived at like the Chicago Ohio, suburbs. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah. we're a culturalist. Your mom was Some, the spearhead like, of that's white people shit. Yeah, in no, the, yeah. Somewhere in the middle, I don't like it. Yeah. Well, they they were so mean to her there. They apparently were really racist yeah. to her. Yeah. I grew so up with a ton of racism. Yeah. Like, people used to walk up to me and be like, "Does your dad pick tomatoes?" And I'd be like, "Oh my god, no." Also, you're all inbred Mormon kids. Yeah. Like you have blonde eyebrows. Enjoy like, marrying your sister you cousin. I looked. No. Yeah. I looked. I, you know the ones. Yeah. You know the ones that are so redneck. You're like, oh, baby, you pink. No, oh, baby, you pink. <laughs> you look like a little salmon. <laughs> like you had, like you had to migrate to get here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was. I mean, that's my that's my my big ghosting story. That's it's like it's I t- wild. If you date me. Did you do you did it kind of take so you said in therapy like you guys were laughing so hard about it because you were like because I mean nice just like <laughs> you ever have a day where it starts out and something is like something's just like okay it starts bad yeah right? like you you wake up and it's an hour past uh I'll I'll explain this day okay uh going to going to high plains. They pay for you to fly out, which is amazing. That's amazing. Mm. And thank you, uh, High Plane. Thank you. <laughs> and I almost missed my flight uh, because I forgot to set an alarm and my roommate forgot to set an alarm. 
And so like, imagine that feeling of like, you almost miss your flight. And then this thing happens. And then that thing happens. And then by like, item number three, four of the like, holy crap, this is what we're doing today. You start maniacally laughing because you're like, ah, of course, <laughs> or that feeling of like, um, are, did you ever watch the show Battlestar Galactica with our space dad, Edward James Olmos? No, I didn't. Okay. I can't. Space also scares me. I'm sorry. I keep going. <laughs> <laughs> space when, operas are too intense for Cotty. Yeah. Okay, Cotty. Oh, my love. But, um, but they're in the first actual proper episode, there's this, it's called 33, and they have to time jump. Long story short. They're just running from bad guys. They're just running from <laughs> space baddies. Yeah, running from space baddies, and they have to do it every 33 minutes. And because they have to do it every th 33 minutes, they uh, aren't getting any rest. Yeah. It's like this constant, uh. relentless grind. Yeah. And there's a moment where Mary McDonald, her character, Laura Rosalind, is, she's the president now. She was the secretary of education. Yeah. <laughs> and she's staring at a whiteboard and she she just turns she turns to her assistant and goes next crisis <laughs> and i think of that so often because yeah. i've always had like high crisis jobs like high crisis family right. events like high crisis yes. situations i woke up this morning and i was like man this is a real next crisis week like i felt like i was just like i was just that feeling of being like next crisis um so it's like you get to that point where you're just like this is where we're at bro and we're either gonna laugh or we're gonna cry so let's laugh my question so like okay so we had stroke man uh-huh and then we had a head guy and then we had um diabetes um and I was curious if you were like, I need to go wash myself. I've saged. Of, if you if they made a sage douche, I would have done it immediately. Yeah, <laughs> I I um, did you. But did you kind of go through like a kind of soul searching of like I started stand up. Oh, yeah. that's okay. kind of the same time as really? it was like I stopped dating when I had all this. I started doing stand up. Wow. And because um, I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? And I kind of didn't think I was gonna really date again, and then ended up in a relation that ended amicably. And um, uh, and I've been dating since that ended. And I actually, in the last year, I've experienced um being uh being stood up mm -hmm. on a date. Mm. I was stood up. I was like, I hope your teeth fall out and hair grows in its place. I just drove to the valley yeah. from Eagle Rock. How dare you? I went yeah. from one valley to another. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Um, uh, and but, did, but do you feel like stand up kind of reset you? Like yeah. set this new and kind of changed the journey of. Yeah. Of these crazy dates. Yeah. I mean, I don't work. I mean, I do a lot of, we all do, uh, spoiler alert, it's very expensive to live in Los Angeles. So we all have jobs. Yeah. And um, I do like, I do side hustle jobs now that are so, they're, I mean, I love it when people start to really feel stressed out doing like tour guide work or doing like, uh -huh. uh, you know, being a front desk person. I'm like, is the building on fire? Did anybody die? Did we go to the ER today? No one got bitten? We're good. We're good. Like, we're good. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be fine. That's kind of my ethos. And um, and then the, like, stand-up kind of gave me that. It, 
going into stand up with that sort of like life is short, obviously. Yeah. Especially around me. Um, <laughs> and so I got to like, I got to live. Right. And I got to try stuff. And it was like, what the hell else am I going to lose? Do you feel like that's like helped you with like the nerve? Like, I feel like some. Like when I started stand up, I was like, oh, I want them to like me. To... And as I'm getting older, I'm like, like me. I don't know. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. yeah. I had a, a comedian pull me aside pretty quickly. The The other thing is I started when I was 32. So I had a sense of who I was. I yeah. also had been training in karate since I was 20. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, remember that time you actually got like beaten up at an international tournament? You just like lost so badly you were embarrassed. This is fine. Like, okay, yeah. no one punched you yeah. to feel this way. Like, yeah. this is just an emotional stakes. Yeah. Like, this is your pride crying. Be yeah. quiet. Like, yeah. Um, so there was a little bit of that, but I did have a comic, uh, Tom Goss. He told me down in OC where I started, he said, I can't wait. I, I can't wait until you stop, uh, trying to get the audience to like you. Just be funny. That was a pretty good Tom Goss. Yeah. <laughs> You're around him long enough. You get it. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, so I've always had these people that were like kind of along the way that were very good at being like, we see that you really want to do this and you have this energy for it. Um, so I'm going to real talk you right now. Cause it doesn't seem like you're the kind of person who wants to be coddled. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people could be coddled into a sad mediocrity. We see it a lot, especially in Los Angeles. It's like LA is like the most talented people in the world all in one place. Right. Um, and that kind of like it, the other perspective it gives me is like when people have their like comedy drama, their cheese made, they're like, Somebody got this thing. Oh, sure. Yeah. And I didn't get this thing. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I really have. And I trust me, I've gone through my bitter phase. I had to yeah. like, wrestle with. But I also had to remember, like, kind of where I came from. Yeah. And that, like, again, like the life or death nature of many of the areas of my life. Right. <laughs> and uh -huh. like the it, when I'm dating, it's like, again, it's just like, just tell me you're not dead because you yeah. could be. Hi. Yeah. I did get ghosted during the pandemic. The guy got COVID. Uh. He was like, I got COVID. I got to reschedule this date. And then he disappeared. I saw him post on Instagram. It's oh, okay. like, he's got a girl. I don't think he's dead. Okay. I should text him and be like, hey, yo, you dead? He was cute. He came up to me. That's the other thing is I found through standup is um, I don't do great. I do okay on apps, but I'm very straightforward. And I think app communication is like real tedious. Yeah. And uh, also I'm unconventional looking. I think the people who do really not saying I'm bad looking. I think I I'm I'm clearly I'm doing the best I've ever done in my life. I have a whole joke about it. I'm just 40 years old, gray hair, slaying dicks. Yeah. <laughs> slaying dicks and taking naps, you know. Slaying dicks and taking naps. That's the that's that's the breakfast of champions. That is truly yeah. the breakfast of champion. I'm just yeah. living my best life. Yeah. And like there's uh but I, I don't think I probably like, you know, we know that these apps are uh, the algorithms become racist real quick. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? And I always I always say I said this to a guy that he didn't ghost me. He was like, I'm not a fuckboy because he didn't ghost me. Or I didn't ghost you. And I was like, no, no, no. 20 year old fuckboys ghost you. 30 year old fuckboys uh, usually for emotional labor and never go away. <laughs> <laughs> you almost miss the days of ghosting. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah. So dude, like, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. He, mm, a nope. guy came up to you. Guy comes up to me after the show. 
And uh, here in LA, actually, handsome, Hand. tall, yeah, fun. You know, got a little bit of a dad bod. You know, yeah, whatever. And he just he was like, kind of. I was trying to suss out because he was like, "I'm taking a comedy class." That's why I was like, "No, uh, no, I can't no. with that." Mm-hmm. And then we started talking on Instagram, and I was like, I realized I was like, ah, this is a tourist. He's not sticking. Yeah. I'll date him. Yeah. We'll see what happens. And uh, so we scheduled a date, and then he canceled because he got COVID. And I think I got COVID. Like it was, we've all had a turn, right? Yeah. Where I got COVID, then he got COVID. I can't remember, but he definitely got COVID and then disappeared. Wow. Mm. And I was like, this one could be dead. This one, this one could be dead because that's a pandemic illness. But then I saw like last month that he's alive and that uh, there was a woman in the photo with him. And I was like, I'm glad that we have confirmation of life. We have yeah. proof of life and you are now muted forever. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah. So that's how that went. But, yeah. you know, I, I always, oh, this is what I've been telling. This is what I told the fling thing that was wasting my time. My friend, my friend, uh, I have a friend outside of comedy who's, uh, he's a fabulous, he's a fabulous gay man. He says the, all of my dating problems could be boiled down to this. Also, Candace Thompson told me a funny thing too, where she's, I'm all name dropping, but she was like, she said, I told her that story and she goes, why are all the men you date weak? <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, my my one friend um, was like, uh, every time I go on a date, he goes, "What white band is wasting your time today?" Sorry, uh-huh. present, present, you know, current white guys excluded. You made me a latte. You're in, and um, and uh, it's very funny because it's like I now I've started to say like with my my fling that came and went very quickly, kind of and definitely wasted some time. Uh, <laughs> Brosif was like. Was like, you know, it's just that we're in different cities. And I was like, that's cool. It's cool. And I said to him, I go, well, I, I look forward to being in your city again, doing stand up. And I can't wait to meet whatever thin lipped white woman you end up. Getting <laughs> and he was like, it's not like that. And I was like, I can't wait. I can't. I wait. can't wait. <laughs> so. Uh, so, yeah. So. the Yeah. The dating of it all. Maybe I'll date heart heart hurtier guy. I'll be like, all right. We're going to show up. We're going to meet at the Iron Man race. Uh Yeah. There's a physical. There's a physical. Uh I just need like, we're going to get you a life alert. We're going to, you know. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. People set me up with their friends. A lot of my guy friends are like, date my friend. And I'm like. I got a kill count, dude. Like I got it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe you should have them fill out a survey and be like, no, really, you want to fill this out first. You understand the stakes. Yeah. 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 It, well, because I think the thing I was yelling at my therapist was like, not only the stakes, I, my self-esteem used to be so bad that I was like, what about me is making I mean, I this happen? That, uh, and then I was like, <laughs> I would no, also ask that just, question. This is just, I think everybody would. Yeah. I'd be like, this is just life on life's terms. It you is, just got yeah. you just got real weird luck. Like I always mm-hmm. park in the front. I always find good parking. You got <laughs> so it carried over to parking like what you lack in. Maybe mm-hmm. this kill list parking but I, but is really I literally good. had bad luck and luck. Knock, knock on what we're gonna say. What the manifesty ladies like? Yeah, manifest Christi- better. I have improving luck with love. And also, 
you know, mm. you had a relationship that ended amicably, and yeah. honestly, that's not bad. That's good. I like had three relationships that lasted longer than the average American Los um, Angeles, marriage. especially Los Angeles, yeah. but like the average American marriage. Yeah. Like, and so I kind of, and most people have on average, like three significant relationships in their lives. So yeah. there isn't necessarily like, um, uh, I don't know. I'm like where I'm at with it is like, I'm out here hanging. If you want to get serious, let's get serious, but be very upfront about where you're at. Cause if you just disappear <laughs> on me, I'm going to think That's you did. <laughs> we, we have to go. Let's, we have to go to the notes. We got to go to the notes. We got to go. So who are we going to judge? Because there's so uh, many people. Are we going to judge a no COVID judge. guy? There's no one here to judge at yeah. this point. But he probably just got the brain scramblies and just forgot who I was. Itself. We won't. We won't yeah. be judging the universe. Oh, yeah, let's judge God. Yeah, let's judge the universe. Yeah. yeah, but let's read the notes. Okay. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you're so serious. Okay. Um, no, this is, they're actually very beautiful usually. Let me know you're not dead. Phone full of ghost wieners. In the joke we boned. Almost fucked him to death. That's in brackets. Different case. There was pizza. Next crisis. Just tell me you're not dead. That's, I feel like that's a, very cryptic poem about <laughs> That's, my life. It always reads like a poem. We've had people cry after. Mm. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. We Someone asked us to print it out and we forgot. <laughs> well, my goal is always. You should put it in the, you should either put it in the show notes. Yeah, we should. Or make it part of the Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's a good Taking idea. Of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My goal is always find funny things the person said, but the one, sometimes the universe puts it all together in a way. I'm just a, I, I'm just an instrument. I'm a vessel, but I just put it in a way where that person, I think I perfectly encapsulated their like twenties. So they were just like, Whoa. It's just yeah. me saying over and over, just let me know if you're not dead. Yeah. I just want to know you're not dead. Um, are, you, are you not dead? And our verdict is, is chill out, God. Yeah. <laughs> chill out. Well, Oh my God. Okay. I, I will leave you with it. I recently, so my, I have this really intense grandma. You've heard the jokes. Yeah, yeah, She's a yeah. really intense grandma. Very funny. And she uh, told me I needed to stay in town because no one was going to spend the holidays with her other than me. So I stayed in town like I, like you do. Mm -hmm. And um, she called me the other day to tell me she has plans with somebody else on oh. Christmas. So uh, my roommate just yells from across the house, did you just get fuckboyed by your grandma? <laughs> Which you can add to the notes if you want. That is yeah. the most on-brand thing that could have ever happened. Um, she has yet to ghost me, though. Wow. <laughs> Are these yeah. romantic plans with someone? Yeah, I was going to say, like, go her, but. Go, uh, yeah. No, she's she's hanging out with another family member. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> She is she she gets it though she gets she gets it she's she's been married a bunch uh, love her to pieces but yeah so I I guess that's like my my whole thing if you were I I feel like I want to leave y'all with something really positive like I, I I know I was just like all these things but at the end of the day like I'm a pretty resilient person you really are like, yeah we haven't even gotten into half of the other stuff so yeah, yeah. what's the other stuff well, we can speed round it um, I always do this on podcasts mom, so much mom tent city your parent 
like oh yeah Kool-Aid my mom stuff. yeah my mom yeah. was in a jar pile prison yeah because <laughs> you can't get drunk and drive your car through things yeah people don't like that people um, tend to be upset property damage still not popular here yeah. in the united states um i think also we like you talk about you've i've heard you talk about it more in your stand but we've mentioned it yeah. but like losing your parents both parents like before 30 that's a lot that doesn't that's not your average person just like, think yeah. I'm the most ideal woman to ever bring home because you don't have to divide the holidays with me <laughs> actually no I have other family members that I hang out with and stuff but but I you know you're never gonna have to like uh I do have friends though that kind of serve the role of like the disapproving of every partner father oh, okay. you know what I mean yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they're like let me meet him you have a bad, I have one friend, my, my one friend who I was uh, driving around, uh, he, he was like, you have a bad picker. You have the worst picker. And I was like, one of those guys that dated was your buddy. <laughs> and he was like, I didn't know. I didn't I was know. Like, <laughs> so, so yeah. So uh, I just think that like life, life is really interesting and fantastic and dating is fun and crazy. And, you know, and for the ones that have cried on the pod. Um. Even if they're not actually dead, they're going to die someday. <laughs> and just rest assured that they'll, they're going to die. They're gonna uh-huh. die. And it could be soon. Give them my number. Give them my- I'll make it happen. So. Well, <laughs> awesome. Where can, where, do you have anything you want to plug and where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Anna V is funny. That uh, Anna V is funny. I was always Anna V is fun for a lot of years and I finally made the jump to some self-esteem yeah, yeah. baby because you are really funny thank you yes. um and uh keep an eye out i will be setting dates uh to record an album this year mm. and um you're gonna record it in la you don't know yet i don't know yet okay i will let you know it's i'm kind of hoping for indiana okay mm, i got Bloomington. a real got a real boom uh, Actually, maybe uh, Indianapolis. Ooh. There's a room in there that's just like num 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 num. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I need a I need a perfect to thrive. I need a perfect balance of blue collar workers and folks that read. Yeah, um, the perfect balance. The perfect balance. Because they don't mind um, dirty and they know what you're talking about. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. Indianapolis yes. and people that drove from Bloomington. Exactly. Got yeah. yeah, got it. And then. Um, and then uh, uh, also I have a, I had a podcast. It's still the episodes are still up. It's called 12 questions. Uh, there will be a season whatever for whatever at some point. But yeah, find me at my website, AnnaValenzuela.com and uh, check out all the things going on. Thank you so much, Anna. This was an amazing episode. Yeah, thank you so You're much. amazing. I'm so grateful we got to do yes, it. Yes, me too. Thank you. Thank you for the latte. Thanks so much for listening to Kadi Asad Ghost Detective. The show is recorded, edited, and produced by me, James Hilmer. You can follow the show at Kadi Asad Ghost Detective on Instagram and support our Patreon at patreon.com slash Kadi Asad. Thanks so much.